Hello and welcome to this Supply Chain Management Review podcast. My name is Michael Levins and I'm Group Editorial Director for Peerless Media Supply Chain Group, which of course includes Supply Chain Management Review Magazine. And I'll be your moderator for this for today's episode that we've titled Purchasing and Supply Chain Agility, Thriving Through Disruption. This is an episode that's sponsored by Amazon business. Now, I don't think I have to remind anyone joining us today that global supply chain disruptions are really now an ongoing reality, and they appear to be with us for the foreseeable future. And as we've seen, disruptions can stem from, of course, pandemics, war, climate change, terrorism, and continued political unrest. And while business continuity plans tend to cover the known unknowns, right, the most challenging disruptions certainly can't ever be predicted. And as we've all realized that over the last few years, the idea of agility, agility is really the answer. And it's the one way to prepare your organization for the unpredictable. Now, building in agility and becoming more data enabled ensures that we stay connected. It makes our operations more resilient. And with that, agility ultimately enables revenue growth. Now, the good news is that business leaders now understand the crucial role procurement plays in the overall financial health of their business. And we're already seeing tremendous investment across every industry's value chain to make supply chain logistics even more agile. But they should also consider how purchasing and contracting agility can increase revenue, boost resilience, and of course, improve the ability to respond more rapidly to market changes. Now, today I'm joined by Ken Brennan, and Ken is head of category adoption strategic accounts at Amazon Business, and he's here to discuss the benefits of bolstering supplier resilience and enabling companies to become even more agile and data-driven. Ken, welcome today. I'm so glad you can join us in this episode. Thanks, Mike. Really glad to be chatting today. Absolutely. Ken, well, let's get, let's kind of start by setting the table like we do. You know, we, can you give us kind of like a, a take on your, on, on the current supply chain environment from where you sit? You know, where are we now? You know, what are you seeing overall here at the end of 2023 and heading into 2024? What's, what's your 30,000 foot take? Yeah, sure. So the supply chain landscape, you know, it remains dynamic and challenging. Procurement leaders, they're reevaluating their approach to building and maintaining a resilient supply chain while, you know, balancing pressures to increase savings and cut costs as usual. Um, as I've seen, having sophisticated planning capabilities and agility enabled by improved end-to-end visibility of supply chain, those are both mm-hmm. going to be critical things to mitigating risks and, and areas of vulnerability and harnessing opportunities to otherwise, you know, difficult to convert benefits. Um, By proactively getting ahead, organizations can have capability to set themselves up for success, you know, no matter what challenges may come. Right, right. And speaking of those challenges, Ken, right? Like, so, you know, like I mentioned in in my quick introduction here, it looks and feels like supply chain disruptions are now part of the everyday environment, right? And I'm sure that's safe to assume. And I think we're all seeing that. And if so, you know, how how do you see that? How do we get here, right? Like, what, what have you seen that put us in this position? Yeah, it's, it's no one single thing, but supply chain disruption right. is indeed a major challenge for a lot of businesses and consumers in the current environment. There's no simple answer to how we got here, but some of the main causes I think are, you know, one, the pandemic. It disrupted the production and distribution of goods and services around the yeah. world, as well as the demand patterns of consumers. So many businesses mm-hmm. had down or operate at reduced capacity 
while others face surges in demand that they weren't prepared for. So the pandemic also affected, you know, the ability and mobility of workers, especially in sectors like transportation and warehousing, manufacturing. Um, another driver of disruption was the the subsequent imbalance between supply and demand that, that occurred. Right. Yeah. The inventories of many products and created bottlenecks across supply chains. Businesses had to adjust their production and sourcing strategies, often facing higher costs, longer lead times. You know, some industries like automotive and electronics, they were they were really affected by shortages in key components like semiconductors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think finally, uh, you know, the lack of resilience and flexibility in many supply chains that made them vulnerable to external shocks and black swan events. You know, many supply chains were optimized for efficiency and cost through key supplier partnerships that leverage economies of scale. But that did them a disservice, you know, in their in terms of their ability to be agile and responsive. They relied mm-hmm. on lean inventories, just-in-time deliveries, single sources of supply, which increased the risk associated with disruption when it occurs. Um, they also lack visibility and coordination needed to really cope with changing conditions and customer expectations. So those are a few of the core factors that got us here that organizations really need to adapt to. Yeah, absolutely, Ken. You nailed it. And we're still waiting in so, so many markets. We're still waiting for that that supply demand balance to kind of come back into back into you know uh, into play. Uh, now, Ken, with that in mind, now there's not just a push now, you know, to to build in more agility into supply chain management operations. We talk about that a lot in supply chain management review, logistics management, all of our publications, and we're hearing a lot about that. So, how would you define agility in context of supply chain management? Yeah. So in the context of supply chain, agility refers to the ability of an organization to respond quickly and effectively to changes and disruptions in their supply environment. Um, It involves the the capability to adapt and adjust operations in order to meet customer demands, handle unforeseen events, and really capitalize on emerging opportunities. In practice, uh, agility is an ongoing commitment really to learning uh, and cross-team collaboration, breaking down silos within and between uh, business units like procurement, finance, people management, operations, and IT to really align and scale business capabilities with evolving customer needs. Um, that's really at the core of agile supply right. chains. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's a great definition, uh, Ken. So, so let's talk a little bit more about like what is what does that look like? You know, what does agility look like and act like, and where and how would it be applied? Can you share with us? You know how how you see yeah. that happening. Yeah, so agility, you know, it looks different depending on organizational needs, working backwards from core business needs and surrounding those needs with efficient cross-functional resourcing is crucial. But I'd say uh, there are probably three hallmarks of applying agility worth note today. Uh, One is establishing supplier resilience. So supplier Mm -hmm. resilience involves absorbing shocks, adapting to changes and rapidly recovering from adverse events to ensure uninterrupted flow of goods and services. Supplier agility entails promptly responding to market fluctuations and capitalizing on emerging opportunities. So, you know, resilience and agility in that sense, they converge on the objective of sustained operations, albeit through different routes. Um, Supplier resilience really, you know, it forms robust supply chain foundation, building redundancies, assessing risks, implementing contingency plans. Those all enable companies to withstand disruptions, whether that's natural disasters or supply scarcities. Mm-hmm. And lastly, complementing this, you know, supplier agility facilitates fast and accurate responses to abrupt market shifts, efficiently adjusting production and distribution really to match evolving demands. Yeah. Um, that's one hallmark. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, okay, let's get, I'm sorry. Nope, go ahead. 
I'm sorry, Ken. Let's get a little more granular. Now, now where in the supply chain are the are the biggest challenges to realizing that agility that you just kind of spelled out for us? You kind of painted a nice picture there. So, but where are some of the biggest challenges to realizing that agility? And where are you most likely to see the biggest challenges to becoming more agile? Yeah, I mean, there are several challenges we see. I'll, I'll pick maybe three of them. So, um, Procurement and sourcing challenges, you know, that involves selecting suppliers, negotiating contracts and managing relationships. The challenge lies in identifying reliable suppliers who can quickly adapt to changes in demand or disruptions. You know, relying solely on least cost suppliers usually leads to vulnerabilities when unexpected events occur like the pandemic. Um, Companies often face difficulties in diversifying their supplier base, ensuring transparency and maintaining visibility in the supplier capabilities and inventories if, if they're not being agile in their uh, their procurement and sourcing activities. Um, another one is risk management and, and the resilience challenge. So while agility is essential, companies really need to build resilience. Balancing agility with risk management is tricky. The, the challenge lies in identifying and mitigating risks. You know, there's there's geopolitical risks, there's regulatory risks, there's supply-related li- risks, and then there's the, uh, the offhand um, glut-in-demand risk that maybe uh, become present uh, among uh, a business's, um, you know, consumer base. So yep. striking the right balance between lean practices um, and building buffers, right, which enhance yep. resilience is, is a constant challenge. Right. And then lastly, I think there's a cultural shift and a mindset challenge, right? Becoming agile requires a cultural shift. There's no doubt about it. Yep. Employees and leaders need to embrace change. They need to adapt quickly and they really need to focus on continuous improvement. Um, the challenge lies in overcoming resistance to new ways of thinking. And we see that a lot in our business. Amazon mm-hmm. business is very tech forward in the way that we approach problems. We do challenge our customers to think differently a lot and organizations that resist that change and prioritize short-term gains over long-term agility, they're going to struggle to foster uh, an agile mindset. Yeah, absolutely. I can see that being such a tough, tough thing to do. And uh, over time, with some some uh, companies that have those those sort of like legacy systems and going, you know, but that that's really your job is in, in to build that, to build, you know, and help help move that uh, towards that that new sort of situation. So, right. speaking of, of that, you know, can you did a great job of of, of giving us a, another great snapshot there? You know, those challenges. Now, let's talk about the solution, right? Let's flip the focus on a solution. How does Amazon Business understand agility? And and, and how does this inform its procurement and wider business processes? Let's let's put the focus now a little bit more on Amazon Business and what you guys are doing. Sure. So Amazon Business, you know, we combine the selection, convenience, and value that folks expect from Amazon in their consumer world uh, with unique capabilities that can improve purchasing operations for businesses. So with Amazon Business, you you choose how you want to move forward to make your purchasing process more powerful. Companies can make smarter business buying decisions through insights into spend, leverage Mm -hmm. added capabilities like setting up purchasing policies within our our platform, adding more buyers to self-serve their needs, managing deliveries more effectively and and more that are not available with like a typical consumer Amazon account. So that's the right, highest level right. view. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. Now let's talk about some of those tools then, Ken. You mentioned that, you know, what are some of the tools that Amazon business offers that can help companies achieving, you know, this new level of agility in a lot of cases too, a lot of, a lot of your newer customers, this is a whole new world for them to get to this, as you put it, that sort of longer term agile sort of mindset. Yeah, that's well said. So yeah, we have something at Amazon Business for every size organization, right? Whether it's a small business, a mom pop shop on Main Street, or a, a global 1,000 
uh, multinational corporation or the largest government agency. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of the tools that we bring to bear, uh, for example, we integrate with 150 e-procurement and payment systems. So it's easy to get mm -hmm. more from your existing purchasing system that you've invested in by connecting it to Amazon Business. Um, buyers and users with that will access the world's largest selection of products and services on mm -hmm. Amazon Business while maintaining the compliance and spend management best practices, the visibility, the control provided by uh, an organization's existing e-procurement infrastructure. So this serves as an ROI multiplier when paired with mm -hmm. the digital transformation investments that organizations have already made. Um, gotcha. You know, Amazon Business can also help streamline streamline payments and optimize mm -hmm. cash flow with the option mm -hmm. to pay by invoice. We've yep. got integrated three-way match technology, um, and we have the ability to honor, you know, valid tax exemption status to even simplify mm -hmm. tax exempt purchasing and guide buyers uh, to participating selling partners. And and lastly, you know, inherent to Amazon Business Store is the depth of supply we bring. We bring together 400 million products and connect organizations with over 2 million selling partners. So the opportunity yeah. to immediately create sourcing redundancies upon launching an Amazon business solution is perhaps the greatest innate tool um, to the program. Within that assortment, many customers can access subject matter experts like those on my team that are gonna actively mm -hmm. benchmark their indirect supply spend across categories mm -hmm. to really help proactively identify opportunities to drive greater agility and cost savings. So there's a human right. element to it as well. Yeah. So there's that constant relationship then, right? Between yeah. yourselves and, yeah, and then you're working with those clients to making sure that they're on the right path and not going down some other area where it's going to cost them, you know, a, a heck of a lot more and just blow through their budget. So let's talk about the relationship, right? Uh, Ken, what is that relationship between purchasing and contracting agility and increasing resilience and revenue? It sounds like you, you touched on it a little bit there. How can you kind of, kind of modify that a little bit? Yeah, for sure. So purchasing and contracting agility really play pivotal roles in enhancing an organization's resilience and their revenue, right? So agility is really, sorry, agility is a, a resilience booster. So supply mm -hmm. chain disruptions are inevitable, you know, whether it's global conflicts or resource shortages, the pandemic highlighted that not all risks can be fully mitigated. Modern supply chains are intricate, they're multi-layered networks susceptible to impacts from any fluctuation. So yeah. to ensure resilience, organizations really need pragmatic and efficient solutions. Yeah. Purchasing agility allows businesses to adapt effectively to changing supplier landscapes. And by being reliable suppliers with quality business partners, organizations can really build agility and safeguard against those disruptions. Um, yeah. Any procurement system like Amazon Business, for example, provides insights for flexibility, robustness, and revenue expansion is really the way we like to look at it. And companies prioritizing excellence and cost-effective sourcing practices, they set themselves apart in their ability to really maximize revenue through resilience. And then lastly, I'll say revenue growth is driven further through agility, right? So mm -hmm. contracting agility complements purchasing agility. When businesses accelerate purchasing agility with business relevant products, smooth workflows, uh, and competitive prices, they thrive through disruptions. So right. they withstand competitive pressures, they increase yep. revenue, they boost resilience. And so agility then becomes a key differentiator, ensuring long-term prosperity and growth for a business. Yeah, absolutely, Ken. Now we we have to we do have to kind of wrap up here. Now, can you share a quick example of a supply chain operation that's partnered with Amazon Business to realize this level of agility? Or is there a is there a place uh, our uh, listeners can go maybe to get some examples of that? 
Yeah, for sure. So definitely there are many that I could call on, but I recommend listeners go to business.amazon.com. There's a case study section. So whatever your industry or subvertical may be, you can go find a case study that's relevant to your needs that you can read into there. Gotcha. Give this, uh, give this, uh, that URL one more time, Ken. It's- yes, it's business.amazon.com. Excellent. Well, Ken, uh, Ken Brennan, Head of Category Adoption, Strategic Accounts at Amazon Business, sir. Terrific job uh, today, and thank you for joining us. Thanks, Mike. Absolutely. I want to thank Amazon Business for making this episode possible. Thanks again, and thanks for joining us today.